0: It's a private playbook, playbook, Hello, everybody. So I thought, uh, I think our last episode we chatted or, I don't know if we that would be the appropriate word, I discussed the concept of debt. And hopefully you gleaned some valuable information and you have a, if you didn't listen to that one, go back and listen to it because it's a huge subject that most people you know like we said it's active in their life but they really don't understand it very well and so i thought what we would do in this episode is to talk about the way in which one would pay off debt which would be that they would have to obviously generate some form of currency right? i mean at its at its most basic level we we call it earning profit we have all kinds of different words that we use and you know it's funny over the course of my life uh, i have noticed something that the level you know so for instance i noticed that the level of knowledge about the different types of debts in how debt works and how amortization works is very limited then you jump over to the side which is this side about earning and i have to be honest that I would say that this side is even worse. So, the, you know, when you, you talk to a normal person down the street and, you know, like if you would say, hey, tell me the, how do you get rich? I mean, they have no <laughs> earthly idea. And so I thought we would unravel this 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 topic about, and, and look, and, and there would be some of you who are immediately like, well, I don't want to talk about money, you know, which is ridiculous. But... So, you know, I I think you should if you don't want to talk about money, please immediately unsubscribe to my podcast because you that's a disturbing thought completely because money is so prevalent, you know, and I love the, you know, it's like which side of it, you know, if if you're a conservative and you study what's, you know, and let's say you're a Christian, you study what's in the Bible, there's more there's more about money in the Bible than almost any other subject. You know, then you say, well, no, I'm, you know, whatever. You, you, you would look at it and say, well, I, I have totally different beliefs. Well, and I want, you know, electric trains. Well, well OK, well, fine. But how, what's going to pay for the electric trains? OK, money. I mean, if you want to buy yourself a new Tesla, I mean, uh, you're going to need money or whatever it is. There is nobody... There are none of you that money is not an integral part of your life, and I want to talk about why some people have a like a negative reaction to the topic about money. And I think you know if you actually think about it, I was talking to someone today, and they were they were telling me about this book, and I think it was the book is Culture Mind, um, and it was they've studied how the culture of you know, like where you grow up, you know, like what part of the world actually affects the way your mind develops. And and that makes total sense, right? So when, if you think about money, what what I want to remind you of and have you realize is this, you know what you've been exposed to and you know nothing of what you haven't been exposed to. Now, I know you're going to say, Jay, that's very obvious, but think about that. So when they did this research talking about how minds develop, right, it was interesting. So there are sections of a mind that wouldn't develop because in that particular part of the world, they're not exposed to something that develops that side of the mind or they have no access to it or whatever it might be. So, you know, and, and if you think about it, and, and listen, right now, as I'm recording this, we're in the midst of an absolute Crazy time, you know, we thought, okay, and you know, if you if you turn on the TV or the news, I mean, everybody's obsession now is with gas prices and inflation. And I'm gonna tell you something, if you wanna obsess about gas and inflation, I will tell you exactly what it'll do for you, nothing. You really need to be smart enough to translate your thought process to, how does one attract enough money to pay for the increased cost of things so that it doesn't affect you in a negative way. I mean, that's a very simple translation, but the mind doesn't automatically go there because some people might think, well, I don't have the ability to control that money. I don't know how to get that extra money. I don't, I'm not in a position to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what that does is that limits their knowledge base or even the development of their brain. So and and the funny thing is, okay. well, if somebody goes and takes on a debt, I mean, like if I was a banker, I I would have a question on my application was, okay? how do you intend to pay this off? I mean, if I don't let people borrow money because it's not a good idea, you know, I give them money sometimes, but I don't just let them borrow it because because I'd want to know what they knew about making money before I gave them the loan, quite frankly. So. Let's unpack this, and we have to start by realizing, and this, listen, this podcast is not for me. It's for you. So I do this for you. You know, I don't, this is free. (laughs) I don't get paid to do it. Uh, It's like a, I look at it like a a volunteer job, and, and it's good for people. So I'm doing this for you. I am not doing it for me. Like, this isn't, So I want you to remember that. This is for you. So it isn't going to, we got to talk about your life and in particular, how you grew up and in particular, what the beliefs are about money, about being successful, about people who make a lot of money, why they make a lot of money. And the best way to do this is to look at like in general, when they've studied what middle so the bulk of the people in the world are kind of like middle class. Actually, they're lower socioeconomic level. And so if we think about this, there's there's a socioeconomic pyramid. okay? and it's a pyramid and on the bottom is the most people. And, you know, they are they have less. And then it kind of creeps its way up and you get to middle class. and There's a lot of those people. And then then it narrows down at the very tippy, tippy top. And so if you look at that from a mental development standpoint, I mean, how can you not realize that 100 percent based on where you grow up, that the development of your brain cells, the knowledge of what you know about money, is going to come from that, and there's no reason at all why you would know anything about the people at the other level, and and the only the the only people who know anything about the other level are the people who were at a level and moved. So this is the very first thing you got to understand. I think it's so ridiculous that people don't realize this. So if if you're if someone's poor and they think that a rich person can't relate to being poor, that's a terrible mistake because if like I'm a student of rich people's stories. And I can tell you that a lot of them were poor. <laughs> and then they set out to do better, and they did. And and so they know what it's like. I mean, there was a, there's a great new movie out. Um, oh, I'm gonna get the name wrong. American Hero, maybe. It's the Kurt Warner story. And I watched that, the, my wife and I watched that the other night, and it's the story of Kurt Warner, who is a, was a quarterback, uh, he played for the St. Louis Rams, uh, a couple other teams, uh, won a couple Super Bowls, and it was his struggle to get in to the NFL. And it, it was, a, and it's funny, what I loved about the story is most of the story, and Kurt's a, a great guy, and I'm sure he wanted it to be this way, most of the story was about the struggling side. Very little was about the prosperity side. And I think today, most stories are told the opposite. I like, I love those stories, and we should all be interested in those stories. You don't really want a story of a person who's just rich. It's like, why autobiographies are so great, and most of the ones you actually, that I listen to, they start out with, here's where I was, here's what happened. And most people don't take the time to study those. So a rich, a person who decides to do better, who was, let's say you grew up middle class and you decide you want to get in the top 1% of the socioeconomic period, you can relate to, 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 the, to the middle class struggles. If you, but if you're in the middle class and you've never experienced what it's like to be in the top 1% or you're, a lower, you're in the lower class of the socioeconomic pyramid, you don't know what it's like to be in the middle class. So, we got to start with that premise. And if you if you can understand that, so if today you live what would be considered an upper middle class life, you you may not be able to relate to some le- level higher than that. You know, like most of us can't relate to what it's like to be Elon Musk as an as as an example. And I would think that would make sense. So, and can you accept, so there's actually been some really great books written um, on the way middle-class people think about money. And here here would be some of the typical statements. So this would be a, you know, you grow up in a middle-class environment, you're driving down the road the, with your parents in the car. And some of you, by the way, may still say these things, which, you know, shame on you, but, and so they would say things like, and somebody would, so, so a child like innocently would say, you know, they'd drive down a beautiful street, and there'd be a beautiful house up on a hill, and, and somebody would say, you know, well, wow, how come we don't live there? <laughs> and, and they would say, they would never give the right talk, right? So in other words, if your child said to you, or if you were a child, and you said, hey, how come we don't live in that house? It's funny, the response to that is what develops the brain of the person. So most people are not going to say, in fact, they will never say, the correct answer, okay? Because there's actually a correct answer. I mean, you could say, you know, you could say, we choose not to, or you could say how they did it, but you would never do that. So you would say something like this. Well, they probably just inherited it, okay? And again, that would technically be of no value to the person who's trying to understand why it is so that someone lives in that house, and we don't have a house, what's, what's going on? Rich people are lucky. Um, I've heard people say about a person that they were born in the lucky sperm club, which is the inference that the only reason they're successful is that, you know, obviously the sperm of a person who was successful and they were gifted everything. Okay, that's a common thing. Um, they're a thief. Uh, They cheated. Um, uh, They made a deal with the devil. I mean, this goes on and on and on. And technically, if you actually are a student of this, you would realize that why wouldn't people say things like that? It makes them feel better. And the truth is they don't really know. So these are all these socially acceptable things, right? I mean, no, no one can give you the correct answer unless they've actually done it. And I think that the thing we got to do, because listen, what I'm going to talk about today is you guys are business owners, right? This is a podcast for doctors who own businesses. And it's funny. And we have we have an industry where people are selling their practices. And, you know, I always wonder, it's like, my God, if you understood the rules about money, you wouldn't you wouldn't sell your practice. So I laugh, I go like, well, wait a minute, did you sell that practice because you understand the rules about money or because you don't understand the rules about money? Some of you are starting practices and I'm here to try to inspire you to realize that the garbage that people try to put in your ears about you can't run your own practice is exactly that. It's like propaganda, it's not true. If you can learn these rules, you want to do this. Like if you're gonna run a practice, I mean, I, I would say this, and I know this to be a fact and to be true, that you can actually become a doctor and not know these rules about money. Because you don't get quizzed on these. You're not taught on them. You take science courses. You take math. You're not taking money courses. There's really no money course required to become a doctor. It's the same thing with a professional athlete. You can become a really great professional athlete and know zero about money. So... What we think is they're lucky, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So if you think about this, that is it possible that you don't know what you need to know about attracting money? And I think it's true. And so I want to talk about why people who need money the most cannot attract it because that is actually true. So if you were to need money really bad, really bad, mostly because you created that situation, which I will not go into great detail on, you would most likely have a very difficult time detracting it, and therefore, if you look at crime, somebody would say, well, I, you could easily turn to crime. I saw a thing the other day, and there, this guy walked out of his house, and. He came down to the street, and his it's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. And his some some guy's got a hose, and he's siphoning the gas uh, into a can. (laughs) And, I mean, I remember as a kid, when you needed gas for a lawnmower, you would do this. You'd stick the hose in your parents' car, suck on the hose until the gas came out, you know, and I'd put the gas in a lawnmower. It's kind of funny. But so— you steal, right? So somebody goes. So we have buildings full of people who, because they didn't know the rules about money and got themselves in a in a pickle, they had to try to steal stuff. I mean, I this just kind of like a lot of people don't understand this. Like, so think about that. So you get yourself in a position where you need money, you don't know how to make money, and then it leads you to crime. I mean, I mean, it's totally logical to me. You go, I'm just going to go take somebody else's. So some people, the only way they know how to make money is to take other people's stuff and sell it. <laughs> or they, they do something that's illegal, you know? So, and, and so this is really sad and this is terrible. And here's what we know about all these people. They really didn't ever put the effort into figuring out how to make money. And then now we have this whole society. So I will tell you this, that, you know, we do a teen event. It's an event I do for teenagers and young adults every year for our clients. And we usually have 100, 150. We can't do an unlimited number. And my section is always about money. (laughs) And every year, progressively, and so I start out a lot of times, and I put up, like, a thing about the 1% and the 99 and I get them to talk about it. And it is so incredibly comical to me that they will they're repeating what they've heard that is incorrect, but they think it's right. They really don't know the difference between why someone is in the 99 and one somebody is in the 1%, but in general they think it's bad. Okay? And and again, it, because really, remember, it's a pyramid, and so the truth is you don't know anything about that, so usually when we don't know anything about something, what do we do, do we think it's positive or negative? We tend to bend toward the negative. So for you, the question is, come on, I mean, like, where are you in this? You know, when we teach associate doctors who work for our clients that come in, and a lot of them I go, you guys do realize you've you, you've been on this earth for 27 years, and the, you know, what do you know about exchanging services for money? And it's shocked how little they know. A lot of doctors have to go through this. You get out and practice. You're busy thinking it's about the chair. You're thinking it's about the hygienist. You're thinking it's about your front desk staff. You're thinking it's about the quality of the care that you provide. But you got to know how to make money because that's why a lot of businesses, a lot of businesses start, go away and they don't do well or the person gets in debt. So, I think that you're, look, I would encourage you to just really think about your upbringing, the statements that your parents said about money, how you feel about money. So being poor is not great. It sucks. And so, again, here we have this inflationary time. And so... We're gonna talk about all these increased costs, but you're not gonna study what you really need to know. So today I'm gonna outline some of these things for you and hopefully get your mind opened up a little bit to the work that you really need to do.
1: Hey podcasters, I hope you're enjoying this episode. My name's Sissy and I work directly with Jay every month to get new content released to you. After we recorded this episode, we chatted and have created a unique opportunity just for you as one of our listeners. So as Jay said earlier, if you have no interest in talking about money, go ahead and unsubscribe. It's really what we do here at SI. We talk about growing your practice to allow you to have more freedom of time and money. So here's the deal. If you're ready to learn more, to dive in and commit to learning how to shift your mindset away from gas prices and towards attracting more money into your bank account, if you wanna become curious or just feed your curiosity about accumulating wealth, I invite you to schedule a call with our team here at SI. In just 30 minutes, you're gonna receive one or more ideas on how to grow your business. From increasing new patients to driving up top line revenue. Listen, it's 100% up to you. Do you wanna complain about inflation or do you wanna figure out how to make more money? We'll help you with the latter. So give us a call at 770-518-7575. Just mention this podcast and we'll put you down the path of positive thinking, guaranteed results, and wealth accumulation. All right, now let's get back to the episode.
0: And so we have to start with the fact that why would you attract something you think is negative? So if your parents talked negatively about people who had money or people who had a nice house or people who could go on nice vacations or people who whatever, whatever it is lived in a certain country club, did certain things, then why, what they've done is they've implanted in your mind subconsciously, just like the news media is implanting, you know, oh my gosh, prices are up, like your life is gonna be horrible. That's not actually true. You just gotta put a dollar figure to it. So, what is your true belief, thought? I mean, and this is what you've gotta figure out. now. I will tell you that I did not, I did not enter the lucky sperm club. I did not grow up in a family that was wealthy. I grew up in a middle-class family, but for whatever weird, weird reason, and I want to start with this one, I never, I will give my parents credit. They never, I don't ever remember them saying anything But they didn't turn me off to it. okay? so they never told me that rich people were bad. They they never did that. And I was curious, not judgmental. And so I always had this curiosity about how going back to everything in life, I I was always curious, like, why does that person have that and I don't? And that led me to the belief because I just wanted stuff, I guess. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm talking about being young. I, I don't know which makes sense to me, right? So it's like when your kid says, hey, can I have those shoes? And you give the whole, well, we can't afford them and blah, blah, blah. I mean, are you are you giving answers that are gonna help the child develop their own thought process? Or are you sort of squashing them and making them, you know, never think they can afford something? So, and I know you're saying, Jay, I'm an adult. Don't talk about my childhood, but this is what you have to do because that is what is in your subconscious mind. Now, what you have to do is you have to become a student, just like you said, well, okay, if you set out to be a dentist, I'm sure most of you at the time knew nothing about how to do a crown. You do nothing about what or you know, did you really like you knew you you watched your dentist and your photographic memory you know like you just were so attracted to it no that's not how it went like you decided to become something and then you spent hours and hours and years and years of your life studying it and then you're okay at it then you do it more and more and more and, and some of you you know after 20 years you can do things really well innately so again, you know that process and we now go to apply it is how much work have you put in on understanding how to how money works. What are the laws of money? How what is the what do the people who have been financially successful say? What do the studies say? What do the white papers say? What commissioned works about interviewing these people was said? What are the what are the themes? What are the See this is what you want to learn. And and what I can tell you, I mean I can spit this stuff out like crazy because I've studied it. The question is have you and everybody who just goes through life—that is not a study. Hear me loud and clear. More people do the wrong thing at the wrong time over and over again than do the right thing at the right time. Okay, that's why the pyramid looks the way the pyramid looks. More people do the continue to do the wrong thing over and over. I see doctors who do it all the time. So let's walk through some of these things and I'm not gonna make it overly complicated. So number one is if you are not interested, you think it's negative, you are going to pay the price. You will always struggle with money, okay? If you are currently struggling with money, this is why you're struggling. Here's the great news. It has been figured out. It has been written about. It has been documented. Is all you got to do is go study it. The amazing thing to me, though, is having given the books to hundreds and hundreds of people, many times the person who needs it the absolute most will be the most resistant to the information, which is pretty, pretty freaking funny. (laughs) I mean, I guess, or sad. So the first thing we have to do is change the frame. And so the frame is, it ain't about luck. It ain't about being smart. It's not about where you went to school. It's not about the neighborhood you grew up in. It's not about the way you look. It has nothing to do with that. Okay. That's pretty good news. And it turns out that every single person has the ability to attract whatever it is they want to attract. I mean, and and again, levels don't really matter. It's just a conscious decision, okay? So, here's the truth about poverty. If you want to live a full life and you want to develop fully here's the truth it will take money if you want to go to school it's going to take money so in order to develop your mind your soul your body etc cetera, etc cetera, you're probably going to need some money <laughs> it, it if you want and again today let's apply it to inflation and gas prices If you choose to complain about gas prices and inflation, it will have nothing to do with attracting money. As a matter of fact, it's like a money repellent. You have to focus on the rules. And in your practice, your business has to be built upon these rules. So there is an actual science to this. There are certain laws that govern the process of acquiring money and or riches, and riches could be interchangeable with other things, okay? And you have to learn to obey those rules. And if you do, it will work. If you don't, it will not work. And we'll, we'll talk about doing things the right way. But if you are not interested, you do not think it'll work, and you do not do the right thing, you are correct, it will not work. So this is actually really, really simple. Now, no one And I think this is an important thought for all of us to remember. There is no one out to put limitations on you. There is no one out to get you. And there is no one interested in sabotaging you. And you know, it's funny, it is you versus you. And this is on every subject matter. i probably said this more than once in other podcasts. It, it turns out that, and it's funny how many people use other people's excuses as if their like purpose in life is to destroy you. There's no one out to destroy me. The only person who can destroy me is me. I mean, the only person who can do something really stupid is me. And that goes for you, too. That's very important that you understand that because there's not like these secret money gods out there, so to speak, that are just out to get you and want you to live a miserable life, et cetera, et cetera. That's not true. That's just little thoughts in your head. That's all it is. And those thoughts can be transformed if you do what is right. So no one is out to get you. And and then there is no limit To who does this? So, I mean, I look at, like, Jeff Bezos, and I say, in my opinion, any guy who can give me a a website where I can hop on, order stuff, and it shows up on a box in my front door, absolutely deserves (laughs) to be the richest guy. I mean, like, I just have no qualms with that whatsoever. Same thing. You know, I, I just, I, if you understand these rules, you know, why, why would you be, you know, same thing with Elon Musk, the guy who finally figured out uh, an electric car, he should be the re- he's because he's done the best of it if any other person is an actual functioning electric car. And, you know, I have his solar panels on a house and batteries and it's like, that's like magic, you know? I mean, the guy deserves to be one of the richest guys in the world if you understand the rules about money. There is not a limit on this, okay? So there isn't a limit. So let's start to walk through some of these rules. So what you have to remember, and this is why most people don't wanna do it, because this is the way money works is the way the law of attraction works in anything. It's mental, which means that, and you can't fool mental, okay? So what's so weird about the way that works is that if you can dress up like you're confident, you know, you can do all things, but if you're not, (laughs) it's gonna get revealed that you're not. I mean, you can't hide it. So when, the way this works is you can't fake any of this stuff, all right? It's more along the lines of programming and belief and faith and so you have this incredible thing called a mind. And so if you study, uh, let's see who's I was watching. Um, I don't know. I think it was a Jim, it's about Jim Carrey's story. And, uh, you know, Jim Carrey has done incredibly well, but grew up poor. But he just decided he was going to be rich. Every story is like this. Right. And they decided they were going to get rich before they got rich while they were still poor. But in their mind, they had made the decision up and they never changed it. So one thing I would say is you got into business. Did you get in business to be poor or did you get in business to be rich? Or do you not even know what that means? See, that's a choice. I mean, And like, for instance, my belief is, hey, look, if I know how to get rich, why wouldn't I get rich? And then I'll just give my money away to poor people. I mean, that to me makes a lot more sense than torturing myself and and saying, well, I think I'll just be poor, too, because that doesn't help anybody. So once you get this gift, you should exercise the gift correctly. And this is, by the way, this is like a gift to you today for you to make sure you get this right because I probably know things or can say things that your parents didn't tell you right or that you've forgotten about or you get distracted. Your mind is full of everything else. So if, if, if my mind is not consumed with doing the right thing, which we're gonna talk about here in a minute, you know, what is doing the right thing? Then I'm gonna fill it up with all kinds of other things. So right now, if you're filling your mind up with all kinds of garbage, like oh my gosh, you know, you know, you're watching the news or whatever, like you gotta clear out your mind and concentrate on what it is that you're doing. And so it turns out that you know, the, it's the mind has the ability to take a thought and actually create the that thing in 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 actual form. So like you know. <laughs> it's like building a house. I mean, I can literally imagine a house in my mind and some number of years later have that thing be built. That's pretty freaking crazy. And just kind of like you could imagine that you were going to do this and then you could do it. And, it's, and it, it is like it is in a lot of ways. I think people think it's magic. It doesn't mean you can have a, a, a one-off thought and then fill your brain back up with garbage. I mean, it means you've got to hold that thought in your mind, despite what you hear every day, despite the difficulty of a person who doesn't want to cooperate with you, despite the difficulty of an insurance company, despite the difficulty of your landlord, despite the lack of understanding of your spouse, despite a, you know, what a family crisis, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. aging parents. I mean, you name it. The stuff that gets delivered to you because that happens to the rich people and it happens to the poor people. All the same stuff is just how they respond to it. So there is a certain way of doing things, okay? And if you do them wrong, it doesn't work. And if you do them right, it works, okay? So let's break down a couple of these specific things.
1: Alrighty, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week with part two, where Jay really dives into what he started talking about today. In the meantime, think about who you want to be the complainer or the curious. There is no one out there putting limitations on you. No one is interested in sabotaging you. It's you versus you. So I encourage you to get curious, find out how to create more margin of time and money rather than focus on all the reasons that life is just so expensive. Call us today at 770-518-7575. And mention this podcast to speak with a Practice Growth Advisor for free, where they're going to provide you with the number one strategy to increase your wealth in the next 90 days.